Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 148 of Brody Sports Talk. My name is Caleb Walgren, and I am your host. We're back. We're back doing the weekend previews. It's the NFL offseason, and I want to make sure that we are here to give you all the sports nuggets you need for the weekend of February 25th, 2022 through February 27th, 2022. And we're going to get started right away with college hoops. So first things first, I want to talk about Sunbelt basketball. Yes, that's right. Sunbelt basketball. I'm talking about the Texas State Bobcats at 20 and 6 against the 19 and 9 Troy Trojans. It is their regular season finale. And the Bobcats have a one-game lead in the conference. They've won eight in a row, but lost their first matchup against the Trojans at home, 78-63. to Caleb Asbury is their leading scorer, and he's going to have to have a really good game, have to have a really good game for the Bobcats to avenge the loss and make sure that they can win the regular season championship and that number one seed for the upcoming conference tournament because championship week is just around the corner. Speaking of regular season finales, we have a matchup coming up between the Gonzaga Bulldogs at 23-2 and and the 22-6 and St. Mary's Gales. Now, I know that this is going to be a matchup that can be thrilling from beginning to end. And but, St. but Gonzaga has already won the West Coast Conference and is on a 16-game winning streak. They already have beat the Gales just two weeks ago on February the 12th at 74-58. to It's going to be a very difficult one. I don't know if it is one that I think the... Gales are going to have their best chance, but if they're going to have a great chance, it's going to be because they got some production from Tommy Coos. He's going to have to have a big game. He's the best three-point shooter on the Gales, averaging up around 45%. And we all know how the three-point line can be an equalizer whenever you're trying to come and beat any team. Last but not least, looking at these matchups, I'm going to Sunday for a matchup between the 20-6 and six SMU Mustangs and the 23-4 and four Houston Cougars. Now, we all know that Kelvin Sampson took Houston to the Final Four last year, yet this year they're still fighting to win the American. That's the thing about college basketball. Success one year does not necessarily carry over, despite the fact that the Cougars are still an excellent team, and like I said, they've only lost four games. One of those games, however, was against the SMU Mustangs as they lost to them on the road, 85-83. to However, the Cougars don't have a single player that really dominates the game. They do have a great deep attack as they have five different individuals who are averaging double digits in scoring. They're going to maintain a balanced attack in this contest, and I expect them to win this game, win the American, and hold home court. Uh, that's that's enough for the men for a little bit. Let's go ahead and give the ladies some attention as we go over to the women's basketball. Going back to Friday, there's a Big Ten matchup that I really like between the 19-6 Indiana Hoosiers and the 20-7 Maryland Terrapins. Now, the main reason for this is that there are two women that I really think are going to shine in this contest. The first one for the Hoosiers is senior guard Grace Berger. She's been phenomenal lately. She has 20 points in back-to-back contests and has scored over 15 in each of her last five games, which has really pushed her points per game average up above 16. Now, it is interesting, though, because despite those high scoring, 
they lost back-to-back games against Iowa and really are falling out of the top of the Big Ten race. And they really need to do everything they can to get this one on the road in Maryland. But Maryland's not going to be an easy one. Uh, Angel Reese is a sophomore forward, and she is averaging a double-double for the Terrapins. 17.5 points per game, 10.5 rebounds per game. It's just really tough to shut her down, and I do think that the Terrapins are going to be able to win that one at home on a Friday night. Next up, going to Saturday, it is a matchup between the 19-6 Kansas Jayhawks and the 20-5 Baylor Bears. Now Kansas is going to come and try to knock off the number 5 Bears after they had a three-point loss up in Lawrence earlier this season. However, there is an underrated star on the Baylor Bears that is going to do everything she can to prevent that from happening, and that is senior forward Nalissa Smith. Now, if you're not familiar with Nalissa Smith, where have you been? But she is putting up 21.2 points per game, 11.2 rebounds per game, and is really just difficult to stop. I think that she's going to be able to do what she needs to do in this contest to make sure that the Bears win at home and set themselves up for a good end of the season in the Big 12 Conference. Last but not least, for women's basketball, we're going back to the Big Ten, as there is a matchup between the 22-4 Michigan Wolverines and the 18-7 Iowa Hawkeyes. And I know I'm a Nebraska fan. If you don't understand why I picked an Iowa game, then I don't think you know who Caitlin Clark is or understand how good she is. So she came out last year, did great in March Madness, and was a rising star as a freshman. And this time as a sophomore, she is leading the NCAA in terms of points per game at 26.9 and in terms of assists per game at 8.2. She also is averaging eight rebounds a game. She really is just a complete package of a player. If she wasn't a sophomore, I think we'd be talking about what she could do in the WNBA, but there's not early leaving from women's basketball to the WNBA. Do have to give a shout out as well, though, to her teammate, senior forward Monica Cizino, who is also putting up over 20 points per game. And even though Iowa is the underdog, they are a team that is going to be difficult start to finish in this contest as they're trying to beat the number six Wolverines in Iowa City in a place that's going to be going absolutely crazy for Caitlin and Monica. Uh, Senior night. Lots of great things happening there in that game. Then to go ahead and go over to the professional leagues, let me explain how I want to do this for the NBA and NHL this time around. I'm going to basically pick one team in each of those leagues and look at them over the course of the weekend so that we can get a better perspective on how they are doing. So first up, I'm in the NBA, I'm looking at the Utah Jazz. They are 36-22, and and they are currently the fourth seed in the Western Conference. Now, what's interesting is the first matchup they have on Friday is against the Dallas Mavericks, who are 35-24, and and it would currently be a first-round NBA playoff matchup if the season were to end today. Now, who they have to watch out for is Luka Doncic. Luka has scored 45 or more in three of his last four games. That's a difficult matchup for Mike Conley to be able to draw him as no one really wants to be the primary defender on Doncic. And we all know that Rudy Gobert is going to be on his A game on defense. He's been a defensive player the year before. He's going to be the rim protector to make sure that 
they're just taking care of business around the hoop. And if the Mavericks are not a tough enough opponent for them, then they're going to travel down to the Valley and face the Phoenix Suns, who won the West last year, who knocked out the Jazz when the Jazz were the number one overall seed. And the Suns are well ahead in the Western Conference race. They have a six and a half game lead over the Golden State Warriors. And the Jazz really do need this game more, especially if they struggle on Friday. You are not going to want to probably hear me in Utah if we get to a weekend recap on Sunday. And the Jazz have lost two big games to big opponents in the West. Do they have the talent to really match up and beat Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton? I, I don't know if they have it where they are going to be able to match up well enough. I think that this is going to end up being a split for the Jazz. I'm going to give them a win over the Mavericks and a loss in the Valley. Then in the National Hockey League, let's go ahead and look at the Los Angeles Kings. They currently have 61 points on the season and are holding on to third place in the Pacific standings as they're trying to make a push and avoid the wildcard teams. They're going to need a big weekend as on Friday, they do host the up-and-coming Anaheim Ducks in the Battle for L.A. And then on Saturday, they get to go to home ice and face the New York Islanders. Now, the Ducks really are an up-and-coming squad. I saw that they have been getting a lot of talent from younger players. One of the players that's having a big impact is a rookie, 20 years old. You never know when someone who's coming out like that and playing fearless is going to have an impact on the game. However... The Kings are led differently. They have a veteran leadership as Ains Kopitar is leading the team in terms of points and assists. He is 34 and he's just a fantastic player. Should be able to make sure that LA keeps it calm, cool, and composed against those up-and-coming ducks. And the last player I want to highlight is Adrian Kemp as he's been leading the team in terms of finding the back of the net. But also, he has four goals and an assist in the team's current three-game winning streak as they are going to go into these back-to-back games and try to build that to a five-game winning streak. And that is really it here at Brody Sports Talk. Thank you for listening to this weekend uh, preview, and uh, y'all have an excellent weekend. Bye.